What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another brand new installment of Renegades Reviews, exclusively here as always on the Casa D18 Studios channel. I, of course, am your host, the Renegade JJ Williams. And today I'm going to be discussing from 2004 Ocean 12, the sequel to yesterday's Ocean's 11, starring George Clooney, Brad Pitt, Matt Damon, Julia Roberts, Bernie Mac. Elliot Gould, Scott Kahn, Casey Affleck, Eddie Jemison, Don Cheadle, Shaobo Quinn, Carl Reiner, Catherine Zeta-Jones, Andy Garcia, Eddie Izzard, Bruce Willis, and Albert Finney. What's going on, everybody? Thank you for joining me here today once again for another brand new installment of Renegades Reviews, here to bring you the second installment of the George Clooney-led Oceans Trilogy. Yesterday, thank you for tuning in for Double Feature Day. It was really fun to get to do this version of Oceans to start it off, you know, since this is the one that, in fact, is the trilogy, and then kind of follow it up with the original starring the Rat Pack. It's always a good time when you've got Sammy and Dino and Frankie involved, man. So let's get down to this one here, shall we? Our film begins, and it's Danny and Tess's second, third anniversary. But the celebration doesn't last long, as Terry Benedict locates Tess. Startled, she gives Danny a code over the phone, and he leaps directly into action. Benedict proceeds to track down the entire crew of Danny's men and tells them all that he wants $160 million that they stole back from them, plus interest. The team reunites in order to discuss the situation, and they discover that collectively they only have about half the money left with investments and things that the team has spent their portions of the money on. The crew decides to go to Amsterdam in order to pull off a heist to try and recuperate the missing funds. And in order to avoid the U.S. authority figures being over across the pond. An informant named Matsui tells Danny the location of the very first ever stock certificate. And their job is now to steal this certificate and they'll be able to get the funds they need. However, once they get to the certificate, they discover it's already been stolen by a man calling himself the Night Fox, who is another master thief, much like Danny and his team. Detective Isabel Lahiri is called in to investigate the crime, and Detective Lahiri has kind of been involved in a relationship with Rusty. And upon investigation of the crime, she discovers that he's involved and that she, in fact, gave him information on how to pull off a job by having described a similar burglary during the stages of their relationship. Isabel ends up surprising the group at their hotel and warns them that they cannot defeat the Night Fox, nor his mentor, the mysterious master thief known as Lamarck. 
both of whom master in the game of a long con, whereas Danny and his team appear to be kind of quick hit guys. These are guys that spend years conning people and setting up a long game, not just a short game. Danny and his gang discover the true identity of the Night Fox is Francois Toulour, a wealthy French baron who owns a villa on Lake Como. So Danny goes to the villa and steals Toulour's paintings. Danny then confronts Toulour, who reveals that he is the man who exposed the identity of Danny and his crew to Benedict, which breaks a code amongst thieves. It's a silence code, you know. If you know who did it, you don't snitch. Toulour also hired Matsui to inform Danny about the stock certificate in order to arrange this conversation and meeting that they're having. Because he knew if he ever found out that the Night Fox had already gotten it, Danny would want to see the competition. Talur admits to a little bit of jealousy on his end due to the fact that his mentor, Lamarck, had suggested that Danny may be a better thief than the Night Fox. So Talur issues a challenge to Danny. Steal the Fabergé Imperial Coronation Egg. Both men will attempt to steal it. Whoever is successful wins. And if Danny and his team are successful, Talur will pay the debt to Benedict. Seems like a good deal. Danny and his team begin to plan for the heist, and they want to swap the egg for a holographic recreation. However, Talur gives Detective Lahiri video recordings from his villa, which allows her to deduce that Rusty, Danny, and the rest of the team want to steal the egg. She captures everyone except for Linus, Basher, Turk, and Saul. So Linus improvises, and he calls in Danny's wife, Tess, to play a role in the heist. Tess is going to pose as Julia Roberts in order to get close to the egg and swipe it. However, Lahiri foils the plan, as does Bruce Willis, who just so happens to be present at the scene. And Bruce Willis, you know, real life knowing Julia Roberts, he's trying to get caught up with her and talk over personal affairs. And the fact that Tess doesn't have this information kind of tips him off the fact that it's not really her. As does the fact that when fans try to get autographs from her, she goes to use her right hand and Julia Roberts is a lefty. Lahiri is informed that the team is to be extradited to the U.S. And Linus is the first member to be interrogated by the FBI. The investigator just happens to be Linus's mother, and she organizes the release of the entire game. She also points out to Lahiri 
that she will face retribution for forging a signature on a Europool form in order to gain the warrants she needed to go after Danny and his team. Some time later, Danny and Tess return to Tulor's villa, where he revels in their failure, telling the story about how he stole the egg using his agility and his dance skills in order to evade the laser security. However, Tulur's celebration is cut short when Danny reveals that they stole the real egg while it was en route to the museum. Tulur reveals that they were tipped off by Lamarck. It's the only way they could have gotten the information is if Lamarck had given it to them. A flashback then shows us Danny and Rusty meeting with Lamarck who reveals his desire to humiliate Tulur, all while regaining the egg that he had successfully stolen many, many years ago, but was forced to return due to the wishes of his wife at the time. Tulur admits that Danny is the better thief, that he won the bet, and he gives Danny the money to pay off Benedict as promised. Danny sends Benedict the check and promises not to steal from him again. All the while, Tulur is spying on Benedict. We don't know entirely why, possibly to try to steal the money back from Benedict that he had just given Danny to pay the debt. Our film ends with Rusty taking Isabel to a safe house that was lent to him by Lamarck. Once there, Rusty surprises Isabel by reuniting her with her estranged father and the man that she has been pursuing for all these years, Lamarck. That's right. Isabel's father was Lamarck. This film was very, very fun. I don't think it was as good as the original Ocean's Eleven, possibly because it didn't have that casino vibe and feel to it. And I'm a huge fan of Las Vegas and its culture and the gambling and the architecture of all the hotels. I'm not your typical guy that goes to Vegas and blows all this money away on the slot machines. I'm the guy that goes to Vegas. I'm the boring guy. I'm the guy that goes to Vegas and wanders around admiring the fact that in one location you can visit the Statue of Liberty, a Egyptian pyramid, a medieval castle, the Eiffel Tower, the Roman Colosseum, etc., etc., etc. Do I gamble? Of course I do. But that's not why I go to Vegas. I go to breathe in the culture and the atmosphere. Like I said, I'm the boring guy. But I think that's part of why I didn't really care for Ocean's 12 as much as I do the original, because you lose that casino atmosphere. That, that energy just isn't here. I'm probably never going to go to Amsterdam in my life, so I don't relate to the scenery and the culture and everything that they're doing. Maybe it's just me, though. 
what do you guys think about Ocean's 12? Do you like it as much as the original? Better than? Do you think it's weaker than? Those of you that are watching the live stream premiere, let me know over here in the comments. Those of you that are watching it on demand, leave your comments down here below for me. Let me know what you think of Ocean's 12. But when it comes to my rating on it, and I do like the addition of Catherine Zeta-Jones. Let me just get that out there. I do like the addition of Eddie Izzard to the roles. I like that they maintained the cast from the original. But I just think that non-casino element, for me, bumps it down some. And I'm going to give Ocean's 12 three out of five stars. Again. I think the whole buzz of the casino is what makes Ocean's Eleven for me because casinos are so high security and having been in casinos and worked for a casino, you kind of know that trying to pull off something like that is near level impossible. Not saying that stealing something like this is more possible, but you know from experience that it's near level impossible because you've been inside, you've seen the workings. And I think that just adds that extra element to me that this one lacks. Again, three out of five stars. That's just what I think. Let's make sure we get out there on the social medias. Hashtag Casa D18 Studios. Hashtag Renegades Reviews. Hashtag Renegade Returns, and of course, the ever popular hashtag shenanigans. Merchandising. Merchandising? What's that? Merchandising. Come, I'll show you. Merchandising, merchandising, where the real money's made. Make sure you get out there. Do what that commercial just told you. Go to teespring.com slash stores slash Jeff Meacham Network. Get you all your merchandise of the Casa D18 Studios Brotherhood, your Stat Boy Sports Bar shirt, hashtag Stat Boy Approved, Dad's Not Always on Wrestling, the Renegade JJ Williams. Get you your shirts for the Jeff Meacham Network. We got three designs of the Jeff Meacham Network logo for you to choose from Meachamania, Talk Wrestling, and so much more. Tomorrow, right back here on the Casa D18 Studios channel. Make sure you tune in for another brand new installment of Renegades Reviews when we close out the Ocean Saga with 2007's Ocean's 13 with George Clooney, Brad Pitt, Matt Damon, Andy Garcia, Bernie Mac, Elliot Gould, Scott Kahn, Casey Affleck, Eddie Jemison, Don Cheadle, Shaobo Quinn, Carl Reiner, Eddie Izzard, Al Pacino, Ellen Barkin, and Bob Einstein, who is better known as Super Dave Osborne. You're not going to want to miss out tomorrow, right here on the Casa D18 Studios channel, and an all-new episode of Renegades Reviews when we finish out the Oceans Trilogy. Thank you to each and every one of you, my loyal viewers, for tuning in. For all of you guys that have been watching the premiere, leaving your comments over here, I greatly appreciate you guys. For all you guys that have been leaving your comments down here, 
watching on demand. I appreciate you guys. Thank you again, and I will see you guys next time.